place to, oh shit. In the fiddly place. It's fuck the main roster in the place to be. Uh-huh. And we got the podcast to rock the mic right. Yeah. yeah. Talk about that. That is how you intro mm-hmm. the best podcast in, I tell y'all this all the time. Okay. All right. I'll I think go. I'm talking in circles. All right. Go ahead. Go but ahead. this is really episode, this is season two, episode seven. Mm. Episode seven. Just episode 27. You might as well say it. You might as well say we it. Don't like even have a, we don't even have a player with the number twenty, matter of fact, Mr. Steve Atwater episode. Come on, cuz. Come on, cuz. Steve Atwater? I just went there. With the orange jersey? The orange Atwater. The orange Atwater? The orange Atwater. Yeah, that's different. Niggas ain't fucking with us this week. The orange Atwater. Chris Jericho might not, shouldn't even uh, do his podcast. No, nah, he just. Jim Ross, go ahead, shut the fuck up this nah, week. Nah, they lost, bro. They out. They, they out. They lost. They out, man. Mm hmm. It, it don't even matter. It don't even matter at this point. Yep, episode twenty-seven. Steve, Steve, the orange at water. The orange at water. Come on, cuz we different. We Come not on, the same. Man. We do this shit entirely too well. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. Don't make no sense, man. <laughs> it just don't make no sense. Who is you, my nigga? Who am I? Man, who am I? Oh shit, you ain't got one ready this week? I am Sonny Colfax. Uh oh, oh. He's... AKA Scamron Grimes. Mm. Come on, man. Whoever put me on the spot. I'm like sorry. That, I'm sorry. Whoever put I, me on the I spot questioned like you. That, I was man. wrong. I was wrong. Off the cuff like that. I, I was I was Come wrong. On, man. That's my fault. That's my fault. It's all right. But man. I put the pressure on you though. You, you know what I mean? It was a little bit of pressure. I'm you not gonna front. I'm not gonna front. I got I got a little sweat bead. You know, know what I mean? But it either, it either bust pipes or create diamonds, my nigga. You just made a diamond, my nigga. That's side. You know what I mean? That's side. And I'm using this time to hype you up, stalling. So you can get a Holy shit. Oh. <laughs> it was but, too good to be true. <laughs> <laughs> A.K.A. P.D. Black. All right. And, and my Mac go ring. There it is. What the yep. to Rodney back? Remember that nigga? What's his name? The yeah, Mac Rodney Mac, He probably got a tag team with the, in a match with a tag team match with the Undertaker, and then that was never to be seen or heard from again. Did he really have a tag team match with the Undertaker? I'm pretty sure he had a tag team match versus the Undertaker. Holla, holla, holla. Teddy Long was his manager. Teddy Long was the Mac Militant. And, and Teddy, Teddy Long kept his music and after Teddy the... Long was a whole low-key racist. He, it, he, it was some, it was, it was some, oh shit. Some trying times, man. Yeah, man. He came out, that bitch was like, Rodney Mac beat all you white boys up. I'm like, hey, I don't, I don't think you should be saying that, but fuck it. You got Rodney Mac fucked up. He ain't on TV no more. <laughs> all right. <laughs> what are we going to do? If he going he gonna to go beat Planet Stasiak up, all right. <laughs> Planet Stasiac. <laughs> oh my god, that nigga was horrible. But that's what y'all got planned. Wow. Fuck it, bro. <laughs> I hated that Stasiac nigga. Man, every gimmick he had was bad. And I'm like, you were second generation. He just wasn't good. It's like nah. a, it's like the he was other like David nigga. Flair. 
you like David Flair. You just you no, are, David Flair was at least entertaining. Yeah, I David Flair's cruiserweight champion was hilarious. But it was just the fact of you know like the lineage didn't pass down. No, it didn't. Like yeah. it didn't. It didn't. It's you know like, it, like it, I, I think it went to his son that died. They said the Reed, Reed Flair yeah, was supposed to be nice. Yeah, and then it just so happens that Charlotte just became yeah. fucking Charlotte. Yeah. Fuck her, but I don't deny her talent. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying, but you know sometimes generation they be they be skipping, man. Like they be skipping. Like look, at, great people, their kids usually are trash. Like Michael Jordan kids ain't shit. Nah. As far as you know, basketball, them basketball, trash. yeah, they both trash. They only got uh, scholarships because they were Jordan's kids. Because they were Jordan kids. Ain't neither one of them even going to North Carolina. Nope. If you was Eastern even Illinois, if, if you like were solidly good. No, they went to UCF. They went to UCF. No, they went to two different schools. I think one oh, of them yeah. went to, to like Illinois yeah. State or some shit like that. I think that. it was East. I think uh, the oldest one with the um, Eastern Illinois. Eastern Illinois. Yep. And I think uh, Marcus went to uh, UCF. Yeah, and, and I think Marcus was the nicer one. And he got burned by Eric Gordon. <laughs> man, listen, bro. Man, no, 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 no. Justin got burned by Eric Gordon. They played, man. I think Eric dropped like forty on that nigga. So like, he was giving Justin all types of employment. Like nothing but work. <laughs> Give all the nothing but, way. Nothing you but got work whenever you need. Yeah, he got he that man was indeed.com. It was work on site, <laughs> bro. It was on site work. Oh but, man. You know, like look at look at look at Cowboy Bob Orton. I don't think he was as good as Randy is. No, Randy is better than Cowboy. You but know see, what I'm but like Cowboy never struck me as a top notch wrestler though. You know what I mean? Like that's the way it is in both sports. Like if your parent is solid, then you could be sweet. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, Del Curry was a solid player. And Steph Curry's the greatest shooter ever. The greatest shooter ever. Greatest. You know what I mean? Fucking, uh, 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 um, <coughs> shit, Jelly Bean Bryant. Was I? Was I? <coughs> his, his son is the greatest player of all time. Look at Kobe. R.I.P. to the mama, man. Yeah. But you but, know, Gigi was going to be nice, though. <coughs> Gigi was going to be nice as shit. R.I.P. to had Gigi, game. too. Yeah, de- definitely, definitely peace to Gigi, man. Can't forget her, but nah, she had game. She had game. I was like, oh nah, Kobe got him one. Yeah, that was, step back was they, stupid. Yeah, they was they was gonna break the curse. Yeah, yeah. Brody they, might break the curse though. He might, but like Kobe, and I didn't think he the curse would affect <sighs> him though because he was more. And we get all off wrestling, but yeah. but he was more. It of, all uh, ties back in together. Yeah, watch, watch how he, we do. He, he was more of uh, he somebody who worked on himself. He didn't rely on athleticism <coughs> and like natural shit like his all his skills is shit that he owned in the gym of yeah, thousands man, of hours that man put in pain he put in pain for that shit so it's like so he could i always thought he would have been a solid coach or like a you know what i mean a offensive whatever the fuck for basketball because i just thought he knew what it like jordan can't be a coach because jordan is jordan is, could be a coach you know he couldn't because jordan is, is three seconds up for the game Y'all down by one. He's going to tell you to take the ball, do a spin move in the air. For, like, nigga, I can't do that. He don't know how to coach. Because he's, can't nobody do what he did. And like, he's going to tell you to do what he did. Because nobody got a mind like Jordan. Like, a, lot, a lot of people got a mind like, like Jordan. But niggas like, ain't got 44-inch vertical. But, no. <laughs> no. This is why I say that. Like, <coughs> that don't fuck me up. But, um, <laughs> the last dance, right? Uh-huh. Like when they like, did you see the last dance? Yeah. Now the way that was the first time I ever heard like Jordan in depth. I'm like, yo, this nigga is borderline crazy. Yeah, he. But he, he's but he's basketball man. He's a fucking genius. Like he gets it. Like, yeah. He gets basketball to a different degree. 
Yeah, he got the like only, the same type of mind the like only, LeBron got. Like the only other nigga that ever, to me, the only other nigga that has a mind like that is Kobe. I think like that relentlessness. Yeah, that's to, like, that relentlessness yes. to play the game. Yeah. Like nobody can do that. Mm-hmm. Like Jordan literally led the league in damn near every. No, what what, what year was he won? He won the the the, the, the uh, he won a title. He won Finals MVP. He won MVP and Defensive Player of the Year the same year. I think it was one of the years he did all that shit at, like, one time. Like, he got, like, every, like, individual award damn That, that would have had to have been the, the first chip when they beat um the Lakers. Because I can't remember what year it was. But he, that was, like, 91. I'm like, to, 90, be, 91. To, able, to be able to do that takes yeah, a lot. And you did it for 82 games. Yeah, them niggas didn't take like, no load management like back there. 82 games? Like, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, that's why I'm like, that's why if you really, like, breaking that shit down, if you break down every round, if you break it down like that's relentless as a motherfucker, like it take a lot. Yeah, and and you know, when you're speaking of the last dance, the last ride just ended too. I think, and yep. you know, announced mm-hmm. that the taker is retired. And if he's going to retire, if he's going to stay retired, a hundred instills for Undertaker. A hundred instills for Undertaker because straight up, when it comes to the greatest wrestlers of all time, he might be the. He's at least top five. You just talk about if you take skill out of the equation, like because everybody say he's the greatest character of all time. He is. And if you're the he greatest was, character of all was, time, he was able to last thirty years with one gimmick. And but he never and, changed, and, and he changed he never, the gimmick, and he never changed his name. Mm-mm. Most of the time, like if you had Hunter Hearst Hemsley, had to become Triple H. Yeah, at the game and all this shit. You know what I'm saying? But under the Undertaker was the Undertaker for thirty years. The Undertaker, he just he had. Was, he just had uh, words put in front of his name. Yeah, like, like he the would, American badass or Undertaker. Or big evil Undertaker. Yeah. Or, you know what I'm saying? But he was always the Undertaker. He was always Taker. So it's like, as far as, like, me, like, he's not in my top five all time. Like, I don't really. Greatest, though. Like, but, like. Because we're but talking if, about if, great. If, I'm, if, talking if, about if like, I'm looking at it from an unbiased perspective, mm-hmm. Undertaker is definitely one of the greatest wrestlers ever. Yes. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Like, like ever to be able to because, do, to be able to wrestle as a big man for 30 years. Because like everybody, most people that are not African American or or, or, or of uh, African descent, uh, they would put Hulk Hogan in their top five, right? Greatest, right? Most people. No, I think most people would that are not yeah, of you yeah, know what yeah, I mean. Yeah. Um, and Undertaker to me is greater because. First of all, because he's greater. But secondly, he's had um, more good matches than, like, yeah, Taker's had five-star matches. Yeah, he's had, and he he's does them when they need him to have them. Well, for, uh, up until, you know, age just, well, until yeah, age yeah. just said, all right, chill. But then he, like, but but then he went out that, like Kobe. But before that, he had four, I think, four back-to-back classes. And that was the t- I felt like the two Shawn Michaels, the, the two Shawn Michaels, and the two Triple H matches were very fucking good but, matches. And I think the CM Punk match is a classic. The CM, the CM Punk match is good. I think. Um, what other match? Those oh my are the, goodness! Those are my favorite, at least WrestleMania matches. Those are my favorite Undertaker WrestleMania matches. But Undertaker versus Brock Lesnar in Hell in a Cell. Uh, back in the day, Brock Lesnar the first time. Yeah. When Under, when Undertaker had that cast on his arm and shit. Oh yeah, he was using that bitch as a weapon. <laughs> Yo, because he, um, he was badass Undertaker then. What was it? Undertaker versus Jeff Hardy. Ladder match Monday Night Raw. He made that boy famous. He made Jeff Hardy. He made that he boy made, famous. He made Jeff Hardy. Like, 
Jeff Hardy wouldn't be where he's at if it wasn't for The Undertaker. That's fact. You know That's what I'm saying? That's a fact of life. And The Undertaker always, like, I, uh, like, see, I wish, like, time didn't catch up with him. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. it's like, now with, with, with the new breed of wrestlers now. Oh, he could have did some like, things. You did, like, he could have did some things. Like, some I would have loved to see a Undertaker versus Daniel Bryan. So you know what I'm saying? Undertaker versus hell. You give me Undertaker versus Baron Corbin. I would have watched that. Adam Cole. You can give me Undertaker versus Tommaso Ciampa. Gargano. You can give me Undertaker versus Keith Lee. Like, I time didn't catch up with the Undertaker, man. Oh man, like I feel like if he don't, if he can't hang the business up, at least be a trainer. Yeah. At least because he, he has a, a mind not, for wrestling. He got a lot of knowledge. He's like Greg shit. Popovich. He's, he's like, like Greg that. Popovich of, of professional wrestling. He's Popovich, man. Like, he knows the fundamentals to a science. Yeah. Scientifically, he's scientifically fundamental. He can teach the next generation of big men. Mm-hmm. Especially now that you have... Because if we want to be honest, Undertaker was the first hybrid big man. And when I say hybrid big man, big man that could be athletic. Like he was with, one of the first because that didn't start till like the nineties for real. Like, but like big men didn't leave their feet before. In yeah, the 80s. like so it was like you if you were a big man, you were a lumbering big man. Mm-hmm. You weren't big, like big John Studd. Yeah, you were you were you weren't you weren't able to do nothing off the top rope. Yeah, it was it was him. Um, I would put well Vader of yeah. course. Uh, Andre Bam Bam. Well. You talk about hybrid athletes, high high big men that could. Oh yeah, that that were that were get it popping. Oh yeah, Bam Bam definitely. He, he can do moves off the top rope. He was like three fifty. My nigga, Bam Bam one of the best wrestlers of all time. Yeah. The only match. The only match. Let me tell you something ever... about Bam Bam real quick. Go ahead, go ahead. Tell, tell me something about Bam Bam. Bam I used to live in Asbury Park, New right, Jersey. Right, right, right. How That's, is it? I don't remember. I was a little kid. This all is right. the only thing I remember okay. about Asbury oh, Park. Okay, okay. Bam Bam Bigelow lived in Asbury Park, mm-hmm. or he was from there. I don't know what. But I remember the ice cream truck came, and you know what I mean? We swarmed the ice cream truck. Bam Bam pull up. Bam Bam Bigelow pulls up and buys everybody ice cream. Everybody. I didn't know who the fuck he was at the time. I just knew he, he was he's a nigga with fire in his head. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I was like, oh, that nigga's scary. And he's like, hey, kids, this, this. Like, he gave everybody whatever they wanted. So, what you want? Yeah. And I was like, yo. And then I think your, your impression is crazy. <laughs> but then I think maybe like a year later, he's beefing with Doink the Clown on WWF. Cause like, I think whatever, however the time frame was. Uh huh. I was like, oh shit! And that's like, that's my favorite wrestler. That's the only wrestler in the world that ever bought me ice cream. <laughs> he treated me like a human being. But um, that's alright. Yeah, bam, yeah. So uh, it's the for Bam Bam. Yeah, definitely it's the for Bam Bam, man. But yeah, those hybrid big men. Maybe maybe you could slide Sid Vicious in there, but he won't never really sweep though. Sid Vicious was never real. Like Sid Vicious had the athleticism, but he, but he really didn't even show it. He it was the time he did try to show it. And <coughs> you saw he blew his fucking leg out. <laughs> trying to do a big, boot. a big boot off the top rope and blew his fucking. Made his leg explode. Like, it's like this nigga don't know physics. It's yeah, like, it's like, bro, you know. Like, bro, that is, that is a Mongo McMichael move. Like, don't do this. Like, don't do this. Speaking of Mongo McMichael. Yo, shout out to Mongo. Shout out to 
what would Mongo do on Twitter? Whoever runs that Twitter page, where they just play clips of Mongo McMichael botching everything, that shit is the funniest shit online. I sit and I've watched like that shit for like 30 minutes. Like Mongo McMichael highlights. And I'm like, bro, what the fuck was this? How did Mongo McMichael get in the Four Horsemen? And he won titles. He was the United States champion as a Four Horsemen. He was the only... He lasted longer than Dean Malenko in the Four Horsemen. He lasted longer than Chris Benoit. He didn't last longer. Than yes, Chris he Benoit. did. No, he did not. Because he's, he's Chris still Be- a horseman. Chris Benoit was in the Horseman before Mongo, and he's still a after. horseman though. He's still he's a horseman. Still a ho- he well, still everyone's a horseman. A still, you're no. always a horseman. Everyone's a horseman. Tully no, Blanchard's still a horseman. He's still an original horseman. He's not an original he is, horseman. He is. Steve McMichael is nothing original. They clapped him. They clapped one of them niggas, man. I can't remember which one. Like it's a Gucci clone. Like the real Tessa, the real, the real. I said Tessa. Jesus, go back to episode five point five. But the real shameless plug. But go back. Um, but yeah, the real Tully Blanchard is a clone, man. Like they, they got him off, bro. Like Mongo had him off, and so he joined the Horseman. He didn't say anything because he didn't know how to wrestle. Because he was like that bitch tackling niggas. He was a Horseman tackling niggas. Yeah, Yo, remember- with the Chicago Bears, he was really out there in the field. Did he have a match with like Kevin Green or some shit? Like didn't have a. I don't want to believe he did, yeah, but I always Kevin Green had a wrestling match in WCW. He probably did wrestle Mongo. I think he might wrestle Mongo. He was wearing, he was winning with, with the Panthers because he wore a Carolina jersey. Yep, it was Mongo. <laughs> Fucking Mongo McMichael, man, it and was it was like trash. And he let his wife. He came in and brought his wife, and, and she just got tossed around. And she belonged to the streets. God damn, my nigga, she for everybody. <laughs> but yeah. Sorry for that long monologue, y'all, but that was a very good conversation. It was a dial but, monologue, whatever you said that time. A mono dialogue. There you go. But um, so you know we do we do NXT, we do all elite wrestling dynamite. This is what we do. We talk istos and visions. Istos. Istos and visions, man. Mm-hmm. Speaking of visions. Uh oh. So. Casey Catanzaro. And Caden Carter mm. are a tag team now. KC's? The KC's? KC Express is what Mar Ronaldo called them. Okay. KC Express. All right. He said That's need, a cute tag team. He said we need way more. He said we need way more Express tag teams. <laughs> Shouts to Mar Ronaldo. Because he always says the wildest things. And I'm like, you know what? We do need You're more right. Express teams. <laughs> What's the last? The last Express was like All Night Express? Was there All Night Express? Yeah, it was uh, Kenny King and Rhett Titus. It was the All Night Express. Yo, Kenny King was nice, bro. Kenny King is nice. That's one of my favorite. WWE yeah. never signed him to. He was in tough enough. Yeah, he was, he was tough in enough. tough enough. He was an impact, and he was years. already a wrestler. He yeah. got he got into when he got on tough enough. He was already a wrestler. Like it was like you didn't have to do nothing. All you had to do was sign the guy. Yeah. Like you didn't have to do nothing but just give him a contract because he had everything else done. Or maybe he maybe he maybe he didn't want to. Yeah, I mean, never know. But that's at the time, you know, where I can't nope because it's still that time. So forget I was about to say what I was about to say. But um, where were we? Um, oh yeah, the KC Express. Okay. So they went against uh Dakota Kai and uh Raquel Gonzalez. This match was uh, Raquel. This match was solid. Um, they did do did shout Casey, out. Did Casey blow a botch spot? No, she right. actually did not botch a spot. That's um, all I'm worried about. I'd be worried about that little girl. She did. It almost happened because uh, they did like, you know, uh, who does it? 
private party. They do that little thing where uh, Marquin flips over the rope and he like and they flip back over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah she did that with uh, Kate and Cardi. You know, they're both small women. They're very petite. So, so it's like they're very petite women. So it's like they did it, but then you know. She almost like almost she almost ain't get it, but um ain't enough body. You ain't got enough yeah, body. She almost ain't get it. So I mean, the match was fairly good. Okay. Um, Caden Carter's a vision though. Mm, mm, that thing special. But anywho, um, Dakota Kai and uh, Raquel Gonzalez won. Dakota Kai actually won with the motherfucking Koji Clutch. I was like, shout out to the Koji Clutch. That is one of my favorite submissions. That's a joke that Christopher Daniels used to do, right? With the fucking leg and all that shit? I, I believe so. And she put it... Yeah, I, okay. I believe so. Alright, yeah. But, I uh... I'm, out. I'm Koji Clutch guy, man. And the fact that... And, you know, I am the president of the Dakota Kai fan club. Mm. Like, that's, that's, that's my dog, man. I fuck with Dakota Kai all the time. So, um... So then she said, yeah, uh... Cause I don't mean to segue, but they have they there's there's a fatal four way next week between uh, Dakota Kai, mm-hmm. Tegan Knox, Mia Yim, and Candice LeRae, and the winner is the number one contender for Io Shirai's NXT Women's Championship. Okay. So yeah, that was just I just wanted to bring that up because we were talking about Isters and Visions. So um, um, well you know there was a vision on AEW Dynamite. It was. There's, there most times they have a vision that comes out there. Um. She she stands at five foot three. Mm-hmm. She 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 weighs some amount of pounds. Um, Probably a good amount. A, a good amount. A, the the right of the perfect amount. She's the perfect height, the perfect weight, the perfect complexion. Mm-hmm. Um. She has several names. She's most commonly known as Brandy. Lemuria. <laughs> Rhodes. Lemuria. Lemuria. Um, that's. So they had a. Uh, that's the, wild. <laughs> so they had a, 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 a press conference for the for the TNT uh, championship match that's going to be happening. Uh, you know, Fighter Fest one you night one or night two. I don't know which one. But um, so Cody Rhodes and his whole squad is there. You know, what I mean, he got the vision. He got um, everybody except for QT Marshall. He wasn't there because of Rona reasons. Yeah, yeah, I heard, man. Hey, look, man. Moxley, Renee, Renee Young, Young, yeah, Kayla Braxton, QT Marshall, man, y'all. Get... Kayla Braxton got that jig too. Yeah, she. Oh got it, man. man, not Freckles. That's my, that's my boo thing. She's yeah. a vision too. Man, listen, she is the. She might be close to the. Baddest woman in WWE. She like, might she, be. She all is, around. She, she, she is. is. She like almost right. And she's actually she's really good at her job too. Yeah, like like I, I don't even very, watch that show. But the but Bucks, like, she's very good at it. Yeah, but she seems like uh uh um uh, what's homegirl name from um the blonde head chick um, Renee Young. No 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 from the basketball jank um Michelle Michelle Tafoya. No, I don't know. Anyway, um. Homegirl, she reminds me of her the way she delivers. Oh, Doris Burke? No, not Doris Burke. This chick is uh, she, she. It might not be the jump. She's but uh, not Rachel Nichols either. But she's um, cause I think Rachel Nichols is on the jump. Carrie Champion? No, it's a white woman with blonde hair. 
she's always on there with Chauncey Billup. Well, I don't know. It's been a while since I've seen TV. But uh, she used to be on there with uh, Chauncey and Jalen Rose and Paul Pierce. Um, I think she used to date CM Punk. I heard some rumor that she used to date CM Punk. Uh, anyway, she um, now 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 we'll find out. I think her name. I think her first name is Michelle something. You know who I'm talking about. It, you know who I'm talking about. You know. And um, but she reminds Kayla Braxton reminds me of her, in the way she delivers her. Um, Michelle Beadle. Michelle Beadle. That's her name. That's her name. They they remind me of each other. Their broadcasting style. Okay. Um, that was wow. I'm sorry, everybody. We took a long time. Yeah. To get to that, but um, but yeah, yeah. Peace out to them. You know, I mean that Rona, yeah. that Rona's still out there, and they wilding out in Florida. Um, y'all, y'all get better. Yeah. But, um, I said they say Renee Young's already feeling better, and and uh, John Moxley never tested positive for it, but he's still you know being cautious, but because he still he hasn't left the house, so um, but yeah, he's good to go. Um, but I don't know if that bodes well for it because you know he's supposed to defend the title at mm-hmm. Fighter Fest and he was supposed to be night two, which is in two weeks. But they're filming both shows next week, so he, that might get postponed for some for that reason. But the the funny the good thing about it being a, a no crowd era, you could tape that shit whenever you know what I'm saying, and just mm-hmm. in the same circumstances that you have. Especially since you have access shit, that's to that what, that's facility. What, shit, that's what WWE doing. Yeah, so... Um, Every little major pay-per-view match, they filming them shits. Like, they, they doing them shits ahead of time. Yeah. And, um... So, uh, uh, uh... So they had the press conference. So, right. Cody Rhodes is out there. You know what I mean? They're waiting for Jake Hager. Jake Hager, um, keeps... So, they, they you know, they fielding questions from the press and all that shit. It's very... Cody Rhodes gives a, a, a nice little promo here. Um... Arn Anderson talks a good little his old man shit with the sweater vest. You know, um, I think Arn Anderson, um, at one point in his life, he had to coach Ohio State college football team. I think he did. Cool. Arn Anderson did. His vest, <laughs> at least his vest did. I don't know. Maybe he won't there. His vest coached Ohio State. Um, so, so Jake Hager finally shows up right towards the end of the press conference. And show it's just him and his wife. He only show up with the inner circle. He out there dolo with his girl, right? Mm-hmm. And his girl is kind of bad, yo. She is uh, 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 better stay away from Brandy Rose though, because she's a she she seems like a she's a vixen, and we don't need that type of uh, uh, influence around. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, what I'm saying that vision of, of light and purity and and, and um, fortitude. So Jake Hager comes out there, and um, he he don't even talk. He just get into like MMA poses. He's like, all right, here we go. You know, but he just do the photo opportunities, and um, and 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 then um, he put his hand, he put his fist up right on Cody Rhodes' face, and, and you know, Cody Rhodes had that take it for a little while. I think, man, I don't like that shit. And then they, you know, there's a little a little quick scuffle. It's oh, nothing little, serious. Little white boy, come on, bro, come on. Yeah, come on. And, um, and then Jake Hager's wife ends up throwing a glass of water in Cody Rhodes' face, and that made Dustin Rhodes so bad. Yo, my nigga was so upset about that. I'm like, I've never seen him act like this. That nigga is on the edge. He was insane. <laughs> I mean, he, is he about to swing on this lady? So um, put her lights out real quick. <laughs> yo, he is different. That is not gold dust. Nah, um, Dustin, Dustin's a a man with principles. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, that that press conference it was dope. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I ain't gonna say it was dope. 
But it did, it was all right. It was a cool little excursion into um some type of promotional apparatus. You know what I'm saying? And I'm looking forward to this match. I'm hoping. I think that um Hager and Rhodes, if they do it right, can actually be the main event of one of those nights. Because I think that they could put on a match good enough. So like if if Moxley can't fight, I would have TNT Championship main event one night. And then the tag team title main event the other night. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Um, but uh, yeah, yo, I'm looking. I'm actually looking forward to. It. Some people have soured on Jake Hager, yo, but nah, I, I fucks with him, yo. Like the Moxley match won't that good, but that was like it won't that good on just in general because it was just won't just that wasn't. good. It just didn't. It, it didn't, didn't click. They they don't click. They no. don't have a good. Moxley chemistry. has a wild style. It's yeah. kind of it's kind of hard to like. You gotta you gotta really like know. You how have he to be a very good wrestler to wrestle with him. Yeah, like you have to know how has, to take. Yeah, his style is it's very it's it's, it's unorthodox. The, the pacing's off. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. It's, it's herky jerky. It's yeah. like he tries to make his shit seem it's erratic as hell. Yeah, like a real like he it's like wrestling, really but it's a fight. And um, yeah, exactly. He's unhinged the way he wrestles. Like he wrestles like how Brian Pillman would, like you know, when he was doing the loose cannon shit. Um, and and yeah, so I mean, I'm looking forward to that shit, man. Is there anything you're looking forward to, sir? As far as oh yeah, WWE's doing uh, well, no NXT's doing the Great American Bash. Is that gonna be a takeover, or is that like just an episode they're calling an episode? The they're okay. calling the Great American Bash. I think they're doing it for the Fourth of July, but you know, I'm not celebrating that shit, so. Oh yeah, but besides that, um, Karrion Cross. Okay. Had a match with Bronson Reed. And he beat the fuck out that nigga, didn't he? No, he did not. What? The niggas was fighting for like three minutes. Oh. <laughs> 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 like niggas was fighting for like three minutes, bro. Like okay. it was like, like Karrion Cross's whole thing now. With him being, because they call him, you know, his his nickname is Doomsday. Okay. Which I think is very villainous. Yeah, but, that's, um, yeah Doomsday killed Superman. Yeah, he, like, five times. But, um, <laughs> so, Bronson Reed's, like, hitting him. He's no-selling these shits. He's no-selling. Like, so Bronson Reed had to keep hitting him with shit. I think he German suplexed him and goddamn Karen Cross rolled back up like Braun Strowman and just looked at him like, man, come on, man. Come on. I was like, yo. He kills niggas in real life, <laughs> and then he did. Uh, he did. I never saw. Th- I've never seen this before. He did a uh, a northern light suplex. And you know he did. You know, like some of them, they did a little flip over thing, a little to keep it going. Yeah, to keep it. Going. Instead of him doing another one, he just picked him up and clotheslined the shit out of him real hard. He just closed. I'm like, I've never seen that before. So like, he- I don't know why this stuck out. I'm like, this stuck out so much because I've never seen. A grown ass man. Instead of doing another suplex and show off his strength, he just closed like. They said Kane crossed the dead yeah, or Bron- Kane oh. crossed the To Bronson Reed, Bronson Reed ain't a small dude. That's a three hundred and forty pound man. And he northern light suplexed him, floated over, picked him up, and closed line. And, and then picked his ass up and hit him with a Saito suplex. A Saito suplex. Yeah, the Doomsday Saito. That's his signature. Oh shit! So that's uh, that's what he leads up to his finisher, which yeah, is which the is choke the, out. Uh, pretty much choke you the fuck out. They call it the cross jacket, but it's a choke it's out. Die. It's die. Mm-hmm. Coma. Yeah, man. Okay. So, but it was, it, it, but but Bronson Reed really held his own for three yeah, minutes. Yeah, for three minutes he was he was he was in that bitch. Okay. He was in that bitch for three minutes. They booked him as strong as they could against what they've done with Karrion Cross. Yeah, to try to, I mean, you know, they call him extended squashes. That's pretty much what it was. Yeah. Okay. So, 
It was cool. He didn't. Know. He didn't get Leon roughed, but he got. He got. Bro- he got roughed up though. He got roughed up. He got. He got roughed up. Yeah. He, he got. He got roughed up now. <laughs> he got fucked up a little yeah, bit. He, yeah. He, uh, he, he took a little damage, man. Oh, yeah. He did get Northern Light suplex, then clothesline, then Saito suplex, then choked out. That's yeah, an L like, combination. You caught a lot of... You caught a lot of... A lot the match of, was over after yeah, one of those moves. Yeah, you got hit with 60% damage. Like, <laughs> like you are you are teetering. Um, As far as stories go mm-hmm. in Dynamite, right? Right, right, right. You know, they're doing this Colt Cabana thing where, you know what I mean, he's with the Dark... I mean, you know what I mean, him and Dark Order type thing, right? Mm-hmm. So... You know, I, I think discussed last week that him and Brody Lee uh, got the little fucking, um, yeah, you know I mean, they had a match this week mm-hmm. against Sonny Kiss and Joey Janela. Um, this match was was good for what it was. You know, what I'm saying, I think uh, I think Sonny Kiss is a little green. You know, what I'm saying, I'm not a super fan of the gimmick, but you know, just wrestling skill. Period. He he's a little green, um, but he's not terrible. You know what I'm saying? He is just uh, when he does his spots, you can tell the other wrestler is slowing to, down to, get, to keep it to keep it. You're like, all right, now this do what we practice: close line, jump up, spin move. Yeah, he his timing's off. Yeah, a little bit. You know what I mean? But I think cause I think I, I think he's relatively young. He'll be all right. And Joey Janela, like I said, I, I I've grown to be a fan of him. He's actually I thought he was just a deathmatch guy, but he's actually a pretty decent wrestler in the ring. You said a deathmatch guy? Yeah, like, because he jumped off. He All I knew him for was jumping off of shit and dying. He reminds me of Duff Man from The Simpsons. He wears those glasses. Yeah. He does remind you, yes, Duff Man. Duff Man. <laughs> Duff Man Joey Janela, man. Duff Man Joey. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the match was good. The, the thing with the story that I like that they did, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know what I mean? They're going back and forth, you know what I mean? Offense, 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 offense. And then... Uh, Brody Lee comes in there and clotheslines the, I think Sonny Kiss, he or it might have been George Janela. I don't know. He, he clotheslined the shit out of somebody. He clotheslined the shit out of somebody. He did a spin, right. clothesline him, and instead of going for the pen, he offers it up for Colt Cabana. Colt Cabana gladly takes the pen. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> gladly. Because I think that might be, if not his first win, it's like his second or third. Colt Cabana hasn't won very often since he's been at AEW. So he was very excited about it, you know. What I mean, even afterwards, he was still excited about it. And um, and um, Brody Lee actually um, booked him in a match for Fighter Fest uh, that Colt Cabana accepted, where it was uh, him and Colt, him Colt and Stu Grayson, Slim Steve Austin. Yeah. Yeah. When is Fighter Fest? Next week. I the first watch. night is like next. So their match will probably be next week. Um, so them and I gotta watch it, man. Versus I gotta watch it. Versus uh, SCU, I gotta watch it, man. That sold me right there. And see, what I like about the story really is because, like, Dark Order. If you remember, they came in the game beefing with SCU. Mm-hmm. Well, like, you know, because Christopher Daniels was going to be, they thought he was going to be the, uh, the the defector. So, like, and Coca Bandit's friends with SCU. So now it's it's, it's a whole. Like he got he got to choose between SCU on, and Dark Order. And like SCU ain't get him no wins. SCU AI here letting them get pinfall victories, my nigga. Bro. That should count in the rankings, my nigga. AEW has a ranking system. Which you is need genius. these W's. Which is genius, by the way. Mm-hmm. It's got um, its flaws, but it's better than nothing. It has flaws, but the fact of it makes it feel more competitive. Yeah. Granted, every, every granted, 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 it, granted it's it's 
sports entertainment. Mm-hmm. The fact the rankings is to make you feel like sports. Make you feel more sporty. And yeah. I appreciate that. Yes. So shout out to AEW with the uh, ranking system. I, I'm, I'm, I was a fan. I've been a fan of that shit. I've been wanting yeah. a ranking system in wrestling forever. Forever. Because. I mean, when you play GM mode. Nobody's, nobody's going to tell me Tatanka wasn't undefeated for three years. And they tried to act like it never happened. Hey, yo, fuck Tatanka. Tatanka was undefeated for three years. I bro. hate Tatanka. He, he was, was un- not undefeated, he was for, undefeated three for three fucking years. Yes, he years. was. No. Tatanka was undefeated for three years. My nigga. So he, he must have had a match a month. He did. One. Match a month. His finishing move was a Samoan drop, man. That's back then when niggas were not creative, bro. Cuz, cuz. Niggas were, it, no. There was it, still power come, bombs come out there. No, it was not. Yeah, it was power bombs. But the first time there I was... saw the power bomb was when Kevin Nagy, I said, bro, I ain't yeah. never. Vader I ain't never used to do the power bomb. Bro, I only knew Vader for the Vader bomb. Yep. Like, when I started watching wrestling, Vader was doing the Vader bomb. And he power bombed people, too. I never, I never come remember on, it. Like, I never. Sid Vicious out here power bombing people? Bro. They was in the tag team called Masters of the Power Bomb. Were they really? Yes. I didn't know that. Yeah. Come on, cuz. That's almost. They should have had all the belts. They should have. They should have. They should have. I didn't know that, but um. But uh, <laughs> there's brain busters out there. Well, DDTs. Anything is better but, than his, you could have did a snap bear, my nigga. I would have had more respect for him if he won matches nah, with man. a snap bear. It wasn't. It wasn't like the creative create. Like you know, like you see shit now. You know what I'm saying? Like if he'd had something like the Shining Wizard. Like, you'd be like, oh, oh, Tatanka got something. Yeah. You know what I'm and saying? You know what? Great like, Buddha was out there doing the Shadow Wizard around that time. I mean, time. at that time, but, you know, we couldn't catch Japan back they then. They could. Tatanka you know could. Tatanka probably went to Japan. Bullshit. He went to Indonesia. Did he really? I don't know, nigga. Oh, I'm about to say, that, <laughs> that shit ain't brushing skills up. But he was undefeated for three years, nonetheless. Well, for fucking Samoa drop. And then the nigga would just no-sell you. for Like, he would, he would turn into a Native American at the end of the match. I never understood. Like, that was so fucked up to me now that you look back at it. Like, that was so fucked up. But he's actually Native American. Yeah, but the it's fact still that fucked but up. it's still fucked up. Yeah. It's like uh, Tony Atlas is a black man, but he should not have been playing Shaka Zulu or whatever the yeah, fuck like, character. You know what I mean? Like, come on, man. Like, come on. Yeah, now. yeah. Yes. Like, come on. Yes. They got some splaining to do. Wrestling in general. Yes. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to blame just WWE. Because WCW had some motherfuckers out there like that too. They did. So they let's, did. Let's not. Let's not they even. They did. They made Booker T GI bro. No, and I find this out. GI Booker T made himself that. That was his original gimmick. His first gimmick as a wrestler. He did it again like last year. He did a match in his fucking in his promotion as GI bro. That was his. I just found this out recently that that was. So you can't hold that against WCW. Yes, but they I did can. bring him in as slaves at first. That's what you can with. Uh, uh, Colonel Parker as their manager and their name was like Kane and um, something else it wasn't Booker T or Stevie Ray it was like Kane and something else and they like he like Colonel Parker literally had chains like that's their debut that's so that, yeah, that was crazy G.I. bro you can't hold that again that's, that's not Eric crazy. Bischoff bro you know who the realest nigga to ever wrestle was though Ron Simmons absolutely not who New Jack the realest nigga to ever wrestle. I mean, that nigga poked the nigga up in the ring multiple I, that's times. That's what I'm saying. You gotta put quotation like, marks around wrestling, like because <laughs> I don't no, remember too many I, moves. No, that, that I didn't. I didn't say I said the realest nigga in, re- in wrestling, not the not, realest re- wrestling? not the realest nigga wrestling. Okay, but okay. he was the realest nigga in wrestling. And he was a he was a thug. He was a criminal. He was a goon. He, bro. he was a he was an arch criminal. B. Like he, he was. He, 
he was a nemesis. Like, yes. if you had a match with New Jack, you might die. If you disrespect him. All these cases of him shaking niggas and stabbing people up, it Bruh, seems like they crossed him a little bit. But it's like... And they were all white. But, but you notice how? He never, he never did this to a black person. But how would they cross you? Like, you, you saw the Dark Side I watched Dark Side of the Ring, but I'm like, bruh, it ain't that deep, though. It ain't that deep. It's like, not that deep. It ain't that but deep. Relax. Everybody else knew not to say no shit like that to New Jack. Like, calm down. <laughs> But like I, uh, I think he, was, I, I think he was more of a bully too, because I think he knew who he could do that shit with, and you know, based on on interactions with him, like the little fat kid. Yeah, he knew he could do whatever the fuck he wanted to to him. Man, he beat that little fat kid up. Yeah, him. in front of his family, that was fucked up. He would beat the daddy ass too. He would have. He would have. He could have. And he probably should have if he if if the fact if he was out there saying nigger freely, then yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. He's lucky he didn't get stabbed up also. Yeah. Or buck fifty, that man New Jack buck fifty the man whole forehead. He gave him three hundred. Yeah, <laughs> like Zorro on his dome. Look like he's playing a violin on that man's forehead. I was yeah. like, oh man. Yeah, that was it was egregious. Yeah, but, I'm, I might go watch that joke. I ain't watching that shit. I watched that shit once. That's enough for me. That shit is gruesome. No, when he remember when he threw dude off the scaffolding. Yeah, he that tried dude to murder Almost him. died. Yeah. like he literally was like the Big rope rhyme. saved his life because he could have died. Yeah. He could have died. Yes. Like, literally, like... Every, man, New every Jack time, legitimately should be in prison. Yes. He's attempted murder several times was, was on he, television. Wasn't he on the run? I don't know. I know he was a bounty hunter at one time, but he has four justifiable homicides. <laughs> did, did you know this? <laughs> he's lit, So he's literally killed people. Did you know this? I did not know this. This is a fact. You, uh, you ever seen Beyond the Mat? The old school documentary? No. That shit, I think it's on Netflix now. That shit is good. I've seen it a few times. But yeah. I haven't watched it. New Jack is on there. He, he's been a goon forever. That motherfucker just showed a picture. He, he pulled his knuckles up to the camera. And like this knuckle right here on New Jack's hand, the middle finger knuckle, that shit is like even with all the rest of his knuckles. And it was like, he's like I did that because I punched a bitch in the eye. It said, broke his knuckle, punching a female in the eye. So, you know what I mean? But, like, I seen that yeah, it's, it's a good documentary, yo. It's really good. Terry Funk's in it. Like, they follow they follow Terry Funk. They follow New Jack. They follow Mick Foley, Jake the Snake. That's when I found out Jake the Snake smoked crack. That's the first time. <laughs> I, I didn't know nothing about that life of his. I just thought he was Jake the Snake Roberts. And then they showed him uh, doing a, like, he wouldn't, he refused to wrestle unless the promoters got him cracked. I said, oh, he's a crackhead. Because that's a crackhead, but dude, he's not smoking crack casually. <laughs> yeah, this is, this is, this is not. <laughs> Habitual. This is, this is not like drinking a Zima with your friends. <laughs> see how we bring it back? Shoot the fuck. See how we bring that shit back? Yo. But it's, it's not like, it's not like drinking Zimas, bro. No, it's like, not, that's, nothing like drinking Zimas. Like, you could drink a, you could go out there and be like, hey, I'm not going out there until I get a Zima. Get you get a Zima and be regular. Go out there, have your match. <laughs> five-star classic. Come back. Five-star classic because of Zima. But, but crack? smoking crack, my nigga? No, nah, no. bro. You're not, that's not a plan for you're success. You're not supposed to be functional after that. You're not going to succeed in anything you're nah, trying. No, that's, that's, that's dangerous. That is dangerous, smoking. So, yeah, that's what I found out. He smoked crack. And I was like, oh. I, I wrote, I put that in shit in bars back in the day. Like, I, had, I have several rhymes referencing Jake the Snake smoking crack. <laughs> several. So that's why I'm so happy that he's off a of crack and he did it through yoga. Like anything is possible. Yeah, shout 
Shout out to DDP, man. DDP Yoga. Um, Shout out to DDP, man. He got that man right. Yeah. So, was it? Is it? Who? Who was talking? I forgot who was talking. I forgot what we was talking about, my nigga. Damn, I am zooted and booted. Yes, sir. Um, we segued away from Coke Cabana. Uh, okay. Yeah, that was that was as far as we've gotten. Oh. Um, so, what would you say would be a? Uh, so let's what's happening in NXT, my nigga. Like, let me ask you. What's up, man? Talk to me. I'm I'm interested because I heard that this match was booked. And this match if, was. if you if you if you don't want to skip this far ahead, that's cool. No, it doesn't matter. Um, uh. uh, uh Finn Balor. Oh, the triple threat. The triple threat. Yeah. So, tell me about that, man. Because I've been purposely not following anything to see what's, what, what, you know. Uh, this match was good as shit. I'm about to, it has to be. <laughs> this match was good. For for the little bit of time that they had, this match was good as shit. How much time they had? They had, like, they had, they had, no, I, it felt like a little bit of time. It, At least 15, right? It was, like, maybe 10, 11 minutes. Oh, like, no, that's not, that's three niggas, B. Like I don't, I don't it's know. I have, to, I, I, have, I have to, I have to, watch it again. Okay. But um. But they got their shit in. Yeah, they got their shit off. Uh, okay. The one part that I thought was cool was when uh, goddamn, Keith Lee did a double Northern Light suplex. Oh, uh, he did a float over. No. Oh, oh, no, you mean he, he, right, he had Finn Balor and Johnny Gargano. He did a double Northern with Light with the suplex. bridge. With the bridge, he That's didn't pin them both. I think no, I think he just flipped them over. But, um, oh, he just tossed it. He did yeah. Northern Lights toss. Kind of, sort of, yeah. Fuck he out just, of here. He just flipped him over. But um, they got it. the match was pretty good. The, the final sequence was uh, Gargano got hit with the uh, Big Bang Catastrophe. Well, no, before that, Finn Balor was on the top rope because he was about to go for coup de gras, but uh, he got stopped by Gargano. So he was slumped over the rope. And the only reason he got stopped by Gargano because... Uh, Goddamn, if I'm not mistaken, Keith Lee power bombed Gargano into Finn Balor. That's one of his socks. That's one of his. And he, he slammed him, and then he hit him with the. Uh, he went for the. Uh, did he hit with the Big Bang? Yeah, he hit him with the Big Bang catastrophe. He went to pin him, so like one, two, the way he pins him, he sees Finn Balor jumping off the top rope. So he moves out the way in just enough time. Mm-hmm. And Finn Balor hits Gargano with the coup de gras. He grabs Finn Balor, hit his ass with the big bank catastrophe. Keith Lee wins. Keith Lee pins Finn Balor? Keith Lee pins Finn Balor. So we're going to have Adam Cole versus Keith Lee, winner take all. I don't, when? I think in two weeks. So Keith Lee about to be a double champ. Because if Adam Cole beat Keith Lee, then they might as well just retire that belt. No. Unless... They really start to dissolve the undisputed era. Have they started anything towards it's that? More so, no, not really, because like you know, you got like Adam Cole now is in like the feud with Velveteen Dream in a sense, and he's in a feud with 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 Keith Lee now. You know what I'm saying? But it's like undisputed era is in a feud with Velveteen Dream, and they're in a feud with Dexter Loomis. Because mm-hmm. now Dexter Loomis has shook Roderick Strong to the point Roderick Strong can't fight him. They 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 were supposed to have a match. <laughs> So Loomis comes out there, you know, being the creep that he is. He comes out there not blinking. My nigga has glue on his eyelids, my nigga. 
He doesn't even cry tears no more. That's how long his eyes don't go without him blinking. He doesn't even cry tears. He just he just stands there with the blank face. So Roderick Strong comes out there. He's not hype or nothing. He's like, bro, I'm not about to fight this nigga, bro. I'm not doing it. So Bobby Fish is like, man, stop being a bitch. Get in this ring and fight this man. Mm-hmm. So he's like, I'm not fighting this man, bro. Like, you're not going to get me to fight him. Fuck that nigga. I'm going home. So Bobby Fish is like, no, stop being a bitch. So, you know, normally they do their little entrance. You know, he does a little, you know, thing to the music or whatever. Boom. The music is playing. He's like, I'm not getting in the ring, bro. I don't know what y'all got. You got me fucked up. So then he's like, all right, man. So he takes his shit off. The bell rings. He gets right out the ring. I think he, I think he, no, he didn't even get in the ring. He dipped. He, he, I think uh, Lewis was trying to get to him. And he ran into the plexiglass by mistake. Trying to get away. So he gets away. So Loomis gets back in the ring. You know, he's crawling on his hands and shit. And uh, 10 count goes off. So Lexer Loomis beats Roderick Strong. Mm-hmm. So Bobby Fish has his back to Loomis. And he's like, yo, Roderick. He's like, Roderick, come back. Come back. So Loomis looks. He's like, oh, word. So he starts creeping up on him. So he's, so he's still calling for Roddy. So he creeps up behind him. Put his ass in the... the, the Katagame. Katagame or something. Mauro Nalos knows how to say it, but he puts him in a choke. He's choking Bobby Fish out. Bobby Fish is screaming, get off me. So I'm like, this is rapey. This is this is rapey. So he does some dumbass dodge roll. And he gets out of the choke out. He runs away. And Loomis just stands there at the at the, uh, at the top of the He just stands there in front of the ring, just staring off into space. Weird nigga, man. But I love that shit. Hmm. Like, I, I love that shit. Like, I love Dexter Loomis, man. Um, that was a match. What a, I think my favorite match of the night, really, was... Uh, no, it's not. It's my second favorite match. Mm-hmm. They started off Dynamite with uh, Wardlow versus Luchasaurus. Oh, shit. In a Lumberjack match. Talk about this. Yo, these niggas sweet, yo. Warlow did a, a fucking, all right, it's a hurricane. He did a hurricane runner, but he didn't do it off a rope or nothing. He ran and jumped. He did like a cruiserweight hurricane run on the, and then like landed on his feet almost. Like, like it, it looked like a Scott Steiner Frankenstein type shit. I was like, yo, this nigga is agile as shit. This big motherfucker, muscle bound fucking fool. He just gonna jump through the air with your legs all willy nilly. You fucking animal. You savage. Um, so they had a really good match, though. I thought it was, uh, I thought it could have been better, and I think if they have matches in the future, they will do better, but, like, this, um, so, like, that was one sweet move I fucked with, uh, there was a point where they were fighting on the top of, uh, like, the stage area, and, like, um, Wardlow throws Marco Stunt off the Jake into the Lumberjacks and, like, tosses this man like he's nothing, like, sack of potatoes, dog, he threw the shit out this dude. So, um, and then I think he, uh, Warlow ends up down on the ground with everyone else. And then Luchasaurus does a shooting star press off of the stage onto the crowd of people. Um, it was real dope. Um, you trust that nigga to catch him? They caught him. <laughs> they caught him. That's crazy. Um, uh, so the finish was, uh, I think Luchasaurus was, was hitting, about to hit, uh, Warlow with the move. Uh, MJF does some type of distraction thing. Then Warlow hits him with the low blow. And then he picks him up, hit him with the F10, which is the spinning F5, which is, you know, his move is sweet. 
and he gets the win. Yeah, I see when he did that shit to Cody. Cody looked like a whole stunt dummy in the <laughs> air. Like, you know what that shit reminded me of? That shit reminded me of when, remember when, um, <laughs> remember on Fresh Prince where uh, Carlton and Will was dancing on stage? And then they did the, they did a the little scene where they did a the little uh they did a the little move when he went to spin Carlton he threw Carlton across and it was the room like a little dummy. And, a, and the dummy just flying across the room and shit like that's what Cody was looking like in the air he just like yeah. a stunt dummy and he just hit the mat I said man just don't get up yeah Warlow's sweet yo I don't know I've never heard of him before he came to AEW no I hadn't heard of him before and that was a good find on their part they have AEW has a couple of guys on their roster that I was I really wasn't familiar with until AEW yeah. started. Like and I didn't like uh, Luchasaurus, for example. I, wasn't I didn't even know he was in NXT. I didn't either. I didn't. I either. had no idea. So I was like, "Yo, who's this Luchasaurus guy?" And then I looked it up, and he. I was like, "NXT." I'm yeah. Like, he was Judas with, Priest with no mask on. Yeah. I'm like, damn. Yeah, he became Luchasaurus in uh, Lucha yeah. Underground. And that shit worked for him. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but um. Yeah, they got a couple. Like, I, I wasn't really, I heard of Darby Allen before AEW, but I wasn't, I hadn't never seen him a match of his. Um, you know, there's a lot of characters on on that roster that they really, even Colt Cabana to a certain extent. Like, you know, of course we were familiar with him. Yeah, but to I, but the, ca- the, the, the casual wrestling audience. This is the most exposure I think he's ever gotten. Yeah, like you know on, a, on a grand scale. Yeah, national television. Yeah. yeah, I mean, he's getting time. He got a But no, because he was there when, when now. I can say I can say yeah, a major network television. Yeah, because I mean, because remember ROH used to be on TV. Yeah, shit. that shit was on uh, like one o'clock in the morning yeah. on Sunday nights. So I mean, it was not really an art like prime time. Yeah, you know, like that shit. And he was on WWE for a brief for a cup of coffee. Shit. Scotty Goldman. He was Scotty Goldman. Yeah, he was Scotty Goldman. He got the most Jewish sounding name for the Jewish guy. Yo, WWE is racist. Yeah, Scotty Goldman. <laughs> Might as well name him David Silverstein. Yeah. Um, Wasn't he supposed to be like a like Adam Sandler or some shit like that? I don't know what the fuck he was. That's I don't. What he should have been. Yeah. I, don't, I didn't. He looks like Adam Sandler. Yeah, he um, really does. Um, yeah. yeah, I wasn't really watching WWE. I was an Impact nigga at that time. If I was, if I was Cole Cabana, I dead ass would join the Dark Order, and then I would turn into Adam Sandler. No, he's gonna be Colt Cabana. No, then, but I would turn into Adam Sandler. That's not. I don't I would, want him goofy. I don't want. No, him goofy. I, I, I no, but this is the thing though. This not 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 goofy Adam Sandler. Like he would be Adam Sandler from uh, from Uncut Gems. No. Like he would just be like a swindler, bro. Like <laughs> that shit would be wild as a bitch. Like like anytime shit go wrong, he just go steal a nigga shit for him. Like that's like his move could be called the Uncut Gem. That's a sweet name for a move. That's a sweet name for a move. That's definitely true. Um, but okay, so, so that wasn't my favorite match, right? The mm-hmm. Warlow and and that wasn't. You want to know what my favorite match was? What was your favorite match? My favorite match. It was a, uh, um, SCU versus uh, FTR, the letters, and it was the and it was the original. It was the addiction version of SCU it was. Frankie Kazarian and Christopher Daniels against um, uh, the Revival or whatever they want to be called. I don't know what they are because they haven't... FTR is what they're being called. Okay. Yeah, he said, when they asked him about it, he said it could stand for a lot. You know what I mean? Fear the revolution, uh, fuck the... You know, a lot of things. So it's just FTR, you know what I mean? So it's almost like FTMR, which is our shit. You know what I mean? They just took the M out. Niggas be biting. But, um... It's cool. It's all right. You know what I mean? That's like, shout out to them. Get the, get money. Yeah. Um, so this was my favorite match of the night. 
Um, I, I like, I'm a huge fan of tag team wrestling, and The Addiction is one of my favorite tag teams of all time. The Revival is one of my favorite tag teams of right now. And they had a, you know, they had a solid match. Christopher Daniels held his own. Uh, Frankie Kazarian just doesn't age, so he's good to go. Yeah. Um, he still looks like Antonio Banderas. He is Antonio Banderas. You can't, they've never been in the same room together at once. So That's a fact. That's, I'm pretty sure that's who that is. Um, did you ever hear the rumor that Christopher Daniels was supposed to uh, be the head of the ministry back in the day for WWE when Vince McMahon revealed himself? No. The higher power or whatever the fuck it was. Yeah, the the right. rumor is Christopher Daniels, the fallen angel, was supposed to play that character. Man, I, just, I just heard this recently. Man, listen. That would have been sweet as that would have been sweet. I don't know if he was ready for that. That was big time. Yeah, that, yeah, that's big fucking, time like a motherfucker. Undertaker. You, and you about to be beefing with Stone Cold. Yeah, you're in that's the main event program. That's yeah. a lot of shit. He probably was ready as far as the wrestling goes, but I don't know if he was charismatic enough. It might have did him. I don't know. He would have turned to D'Lo Brown in like two two years. Don't talk about D'Lo. Now, I'm not doing that disrespectfully. I'm just saying how they misused him. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah. D'Lo Brown's a great wrestler. Um, but, yeah, so this match was solid. And and so but the match was real good. I like, you know what I mean, um, FTR won. But uh, what I really liked about the match was what happened afterwards, and that was um, uh, Butcher and the Blade. They pull up. I mean, they are in. Because FTR, every match, they pull up in that pickup truck, that black pickup truck. Butcher the Blade is out there in their pickup truck, and they got a bat talking about we about to destroy this bitch if you don't, you know what I mean? Listen to what we got to say. So we challenge y'all to a match. Um, you know, you and the Young Bucks could team up, an uh, eight-man tag match. You and the Young Bucks could team up against us and our team that we pick, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's like, all right, who you want to eat? Blah, blah, blah. They look behind them, my nigga. They look behind them, and the Lucha Bros are standing behind them. The Lucha Bros are back. I mean, Phoenix been there for a while, but Pentagon, Pentagon is is, is here in America. You know what I'm saying? My nigga back. Let's my nigga go. Back, Let's go. My nigga is all the way back. So Let's go. All we need is Pack now. All we need is yeah. Pack, and everything is right with the world. Man, look, um, Pack come back, man. Rona over. Man. That's it. That's Rona is done. It's all that's got to happen. Pack will put that bitch in the in the rings of Saturn, and that's it. Um. But so yeah, so they actually um did a, you know, Lucha Bros got their shit off, hit him with the the stomp package, hit one of them, I think it was a uh, dash, hit him with the stomp, uh package, package power, power driver, driver. Mm-hmm. and um you know, and then they both uh both teams, then they uh then the young bucks came and ran them off, they ran into FTR's truck, and then all four of them leave off in FTR's truck. So the butcher and the blade have co- co- committed a felony. They've grand larceny. Yeah, I think Grand Lark, you know, I mean, he stole a vehicle. Oh, Grand Theft Auto. Grand Theft Auto, yes. And um, so, yeah, they they should be on the run now. They should be on the run right now. I don't know if they're going to wrestle, but that's the scheduled matches. Eight-man tag with Butcher the Blade, Lucha Bros versus Young Bucks and FTR. I think that's going to be one of them ones. I yeah. think that's going to be yeah. one of them ones. Because, I mean, even if you're not a super fan of Butcher the Blade, which I'm not a super fan of, but I fuck with my nigga with the, eye, with the monocle. The monocle. My nigga with the monocle and the mustache. And, and and Blade is not trash. He's not trash. It's just, you know what I mean? But they are obviously the weak link in those eight. If they were a tag team paralleled in WWE, they would have been the Vaude Villains. I think they're better than the Vaude Villains. No. I think they're better than the Vaude Villains. No, um, because cause Simon Gotch... Well, I'm sorry. I know him as Ryan Drago. But Simon Gotch was a better wrestler than he got credit for. 
He was a better wrestler, but he I, he wasn't still. I still like, like I, I've seen him in I MLW and shit. I, I fuck with Devon Dillings though. I fuck with him too, but they weren't that good. I, I don't know why. I think I fucked with him. I just I couldn't figure out why I fucked with him, but I knew they I had did. A, a cool gimmick. They had a yeah, cool like they gimmick. were, they were, they, and they were solid. They like their wrestling yeah, they, skills. They were solid, and that's how, that's how I feel about Bush and the Blade. Like they're solid. Yeah, but they're better than those niggas. No, nah, they're not. They're man. better than those. No, because they they can have a match now. Huh? They can have a match. I don't want that. You don't have to want. I don't want it. Don't keep because both the niggas out of AEW. All, but I'm saying, like, they could do the Butcher and the Blade versus the Vaude Villains. I don't want to see that. Nobody wants to see that. I want to see it. No, you don't. I do. Where? Where Where you go watch it at? On AEW. Are you? You can tune in for that one? For the Butcher and the Blade and the versus the Vaude Villains? You got your DVR set, my nigga? I don't think that's true. I'm going to set it when I get in the house. <laughs> Fuck is you talking about? Niggas was not good, big. They weren't good, but they were good. Like they were solid. They, they, but Butcher the Blade are better, B. First of all, Homeboy has a monocle. Which one of the Vault villains had had a monocle? What? But which one of the Vault villain? Which one of the uh, Butcher the Blade had a full set of hair? What does that guy do for anything? Because Simon Gosh had hair. And he had a mustache. He had a mustache. It won't as, yeah, it, he had the curl and everything. He yeah, did. that shit is not as nah, uh, extraordinary they, as the butcher's mustache. They they were. It's not as extraordinary. Unless, um, the, hold on, the butcher looks like the Monopoly man, doesn't it? it? Yeah, well, but the swole ass Monopoly, like the Monopoly man went to prison and came out. Yeah, the butcher the blade is probably the most burliest man. That's a burly nigga, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that nigga's brawny. Yeah, he's he is clearly... Yeah, he I, I, he clearly I, eats pine cones. Yes, like <laughs> he shaves a, with a knife. Yes, or not 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 a not a not a switchblade. No, a actual a like knife, knife, like a knife. crocodile Dundee knife, a Bowie knife. He he would fuck up vault villains by his damn self. So yeah, on that note, fuck them niggas go. But yeah, that match should be good though. I'm looking forward to it. I think that's scheduled for Fighter Fest as well. Word word. God damn, what was I about to say? Um, so Rhea Ripley is in a storyline with Robert Stone. Hope it's from Smash or something. Ain't from Smash. I'm trying to manage that shit. Exactly what he's trying to do. Trying to manage her. So he was like, you know, cause she he asked he asked her last week. She dumped that nigga in the trash can. Come on, cuz. And he gonna go back and ask her again? Yeah, no, he's like, I'm mad now. <laughs> I'm, I'm mad I'm now. Mad. I don't I'm like mad you. now. We not friends he's no like, more. He's like, yeah, Aaliyah is officially a member of the Robert Stone brand, and we're not happy with you. So you tell me She Rhea, dumped his ass in the trash can again. So now Rhea Ripley is in the program with Aaliyah? Is that what you're telling me? If that's what you're telling me, just go ahead and tell me that. Just tell me that. I might be telling you that. You're telling me that? Because this is a former NXT champion that beat Shayna Baszler that nobody in the world could beat. That this this the same Rhea Ripley we talking about? That was the cover of like our episode two, all happy and jubilant with the title in her hand, being raised up on the shoulders of her peers. Is this the one we're talking about? Yeah. And she's now beefing with Robert Stone and Aaliyah, and not back back and forth Aaliyah, but like the wrestler Aaliyah. Is that what you're telling me? I'm disappointed yeah. in you. Yeah. I'm disappointed in you. I'm disappointed in um, William Regal. I'm disappointed in Triple H. I'm disappointed in Rhea Ripley. I'm disappointed in, in Donald Trump. This should not happen. Why? Why? My nigga, I don't know. Why? 
Monday. I need I, I need Rhea Ripley versus Io Shirai every night of the week. Why is that not happening? My nigga, I don't know. Aaliyah, let's go ahead and make Aaliyah star. Is that their idea? No. Let's I go ahead and make Aaliyah star. I think that I think their theory is to make Robert Stone a star. Okay, let's do that. And then after this, we have Rhea Ripley versus Casey Cantanzaro. Let's do that. Nah, let's just do dumb not. things. Let's just do dumb things for the rest of the time. No. Definitely a bad creative move. Yeah, that's not cool. I but, mean, um, I mean, it'll do good for Aaliyah, but Rhea Ripley yeah, is above this right now. Yeah, she's way above it. And that's what she keeps trying to tell them. Mm. She's like, I'm above this. Like, leave me alone. So she dumped that nigga in the trash can again. Mm-hmm. Aaliyah was like, what the fuck are you doing? She dumped that bitch in the trash can. Damn. So then they had a... No, then uh, Rhea Regal was like, yo, since you keep fucking with them, Aaliyah gonna fight Rhea Ripley tonight. So um, Rhea Ripley spent the next... Three to five minutes whooping Aaliyah's ass. Oh boy! So I was wrong. This is doing nothing for Aaliyah. So um, so then she put her in uh her, the prism lock. With that shit she does. Uh huh. The inverted Texas Cloverleaf. You lift your ass yeah, up. Yeah, 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 yeah. So she got home, girl. She got Aaliyah in the in the prism lock or whatever. I think a robber stone take his shoe off and throw it at her. Like some George Bush shit. Yeah, like. Everybody <laughs> <laughs> looked at her. She threw Aaliyah on the ground. <laughs> She was like, my nigga, word? You throw his shoes? Like, so she she went to go get him. So, you know, he get out the ring. You know, he's like, yo, chill, chill. So she grab him up, and then he get out. He get out the way by goddamn. He get out the way and shit. Like, she grabbed his his blazer. He got out the blazer. He got the fuck out the ring. So, goddamn, whatchamacallit go for? Aaliyah gets up, goes for a fucking, um, what's that shit called? A schoolboy. <laughs> I thought you was going to name some move. This nigga said a schoolboy. She gets up and goes no, she for a the, you know you know they you know they try to do the little the little schoolboy roll up off the rope uh huh and get bounced off she tried to do that so really bounced her ass off like kicked her in the face gave her ass the riptide and left I was like oh she pinned her then she oh I'm about to say she pinned her got the fuck on out the dodge so they did nefarious tactics and still lost yes absolutely lost so this so I was wrong they are not going to be beefing this no nah, this this going to be her getting her ass whooped. This yeah, is not going to do anything for I'm like, Leah. all right. I'm like, all right, WWE, just turn Aaliyah into Spike Dudley. Why don't we? Damn. Like, just let her go out here and just get her ass whooped every week and get a constant paycheck. That, she, that, she, that's a brittle woman. She upset somebody backstage. She upset somebody. Who upset somebody? Aaliyah had to. Yeah, to keep getting put in them situations. She ain't built for street situations. Nah, man. Yeah, that shit happened. That shit was kind of... Now look, let me tell you something about how to, how women are supposed to be displayed on on wrestling talk television. To talk to me, talk to me. Let me let me hear something. Britt Baker is out here. Doctor Britt Baker, oh. DMD, the Hitman Heart. I'm sorry. Continue on. Okay, she was in her Pope mobile. She had to. She was protected this time, so uh, so Big Swole can't throw her in the dumpster. See, she had glass. Uh, she was encased in glass. She was in a glass cage of emotion, and um. So she, so she in there chilling, you know, drinking martinis and shit, you know what I mean, parlaying or whatever, you know what I'm saying? And, like, throughout the night, she still got the pulley system handing notes to Tony Schiavone, so mm-hmm. they're still doing little things throughout the show. And uh, then they go, Tony goes out to interview her, and um, and Big Swole pull up. Because she says something about Big Swole. She tells Big Swole's the biggest piece of trash in AEW. How dare she throw me in a... Da- and Big Swole immediately pulls up. Like, she was there as soon as her name was uttered. And uh, so, you know, she's hitting on the glass. She's like, oh, okay, I can't get in there. Okay, all right, whatever, all right. So Big Swole leave. Britt Baker 
Dr. Britt Baker, DMD. The Hitman Heart. The Hitman Heart. Continues talking her shit. Mm-hmm. And um, then Big Swole appears out of the darkness. Out on, and she's on top of the jag. Because apparently Britt, her, her, her glass cage of emotion has no top. Mm-hmm. So Big Swole just comes and dumps trash all of the shit. Trash gets in their fucking apple teeny. You know what I mean? She's upset about this. Um, I don't know what Rebel was doing, what Reba was doing. She fed Reba is thick. Uh, Reba is, um, she's failing on all counts. Um, but yeah, Britt Baker is fucking hilarious, yo. And Big Swole is getting more over without wrestling than she, you know what I mean? Like, these last three weeks of her, uh, going character back and forth. Bu- character building? Yeah, yo. Like, yo. I wish there was a crowd for this shit, B. Because that, that shit would have, this shit would have hit. Like, all their little segments together. Like, Britt Baker would be a super-duper star right now. Yeah. Because she, she's really doing... She's becoming, like... I'm going to say it. Not going to like it. Oh, shit. But, granted, she is Dr. Britt Baker DMD to Hitman Man, Hart. Yeah. She is AEW's version of The Miz. I can see that comparison, especially uh, Mike-wise. She is detestable. Yeah. At one point, you just could not stand The Miz. Mm-hmm. As soon as he talked, you niggas would just boo The Miz. Like, The Miz had a great heel run at one point. Yeah, he really did. He like, really he's did. a way better heel than he ever has been a face. Like, of course. him as a heel always worked. Like, I always, like, he didn't mean to be WrestleMania for nothing. That's a fact. Like, niggas say they really want to say about The Miz, but when you really look at it, when you break this shit down... The Miz will go in the WWE Hall of Fame. Yeah, and he's gotten progressively better like he every, is, all the time. He is probably the safest wrestler ever. He, you will not get hurt fucking with uh, the Miz. The has Miz. never had an injury, and, and you and, and, and you and won't you, get hurt. And, and nowadays, if you're a good wrestler, you can have a good match with the Miz. Like y'all yeah. can have, you know, what I mean, even though the shit with him and Daniel Bryan didn't pan out to have uh, the match I thought they would, he's had good matches with other people. I've seen him do it. Yeah, him and Cesaro had a had a. Yeah, Cesaro don't count. He, I could have a good match with Cesaro. Cesaro is... He, he's the Swiss Army Knife Man. He's Tim Duncan of professional wrestling, man. He is something like Tim Duncan. He's Tim Duncan, yeah. man. He is, he is the big fundamental. He like, got the gut shit off the glass. Is, he is clearly, like... Cesaro, like, is probably one of the top five technical wrestlers of all time. Like, literally from a rest, pure wrestling... No, I'll take that back. Top five pure wrestlers of all time. I don't know if top five, but he's up there. Nah, he is, man. He's like, up there. Like that man is a machine of wrestling. He is. He is. And he and he has and for him to still he's still like and granted he's what a five time tag team champion. He is like undisputedly one person that I feel like everybody and professional wrestling wants to see win. Yeah, everybody except like, for Vince McMahon. Except for Vince McMahon. But, like, I think the entire wrestling world is like, yo, if Cesaro ever get a run, he's going to be the biggest thing to smack professional wrestling. Because he's going to be beloved everywhere. Like, you want to talk about ratings, my nigga? Yeah. Cesaro as your champion is ratings. I said this to a friend of mine years ago. This was when The Undertaker still had his streak active, his WrestleMania streak. And we was talking about who should be the one to break the streak. I said years ago, like, yo, I would give that bitch to Cesaro. 
I would let Cesaro break the streak because it's it's believable, and and and, and it will put Cesaro because if I, I my idea was if you go have somebody beat that streak, it should be it should help somebody. It should help make somebody. Yeah. That should be something they're calling. What are their calling cards? That should almost be the equivalent of winning the championship. Yeah, is beating the Undertaker. And I was like, and to make it even more special, I would have the Undertaker. He's the champion at the time, so Cesaro would have had to win the Royal Rumble. You know what I mean? And then he faced Undertaker. You know, Undertaker was still kind of semi-active at this point. Right. Right. You know what I'm saying? So like. Um, I, I would have had him, you know what I'm saying? I would have had Cesaro win the Royal Rumble. Some point in time, Undertaker wins the world the world title, you know, however you want it to happen. You know, there's several ways you can make that get done. And have Cesaro beat him for the title and the streak at WrestleMania. He's made forever. I don't give a fuck how, how bad of a promo he is, my nigga. Give him Paul Heyman again. He didn't need... That was a, he had Paul Heyman. Paul Heyman can sell anything. Paul Heyman can sell everything. Paul Heyman managing Cesaro. Like, you could have put Cesaro in situations where you'd be like, yo, Cesaro versus Brock Lesnar is a believable match. Yeah, Cesaro can be like, you, you beat would think, that man. You would think, yo, Cesaro can beat Brock Lesnar. Because I think if they had an actual match, Cesaro could beat Brock Lesnar. Yeah, Cesaro could. And I think Brock Lesnar wouldn't have no, no problem losing to Cesaro. I think Brock Lesnar would bump for that nigga, too. I think he would take the giant swing and all that shit. But like, he just never got a chance, man. Yeah, because um, they stop. They do the stop and go with Cesaro. He's one of those stop and go niggas. Where it's like they fuck with you for a minute, and then for some reason they cancel your push. Like Apollo Cruz had that happen to him a couple times. Um, Nakamura, like Sami Zayn, they all get they stop and go niggas. Now you're seeing, you know, Apollo Cruz finally getting a run as United States champion. Oh, is it? Yeah. United States Championship don't matter at all to me, my nigga. Nah, it really doesn't. That shit is... The only time it mattered in the last 15 years was when John Cena had that shit. And then he built up all this prestige on the title, and he lost it, and they let that shit just go to the wayside. Like, nobody, that prestige has been set steadily going down since John Cena lost it. Because Vince always look at it like, all right, we're going to get a guy over. Put the United States title on him. I'm like, that shit never works. It ne- I've never seen... Remember, like, back in the day, right? Like, remember back in the day, booking back in the day. It was like, all right, boom. If you won the Intercontinental title, you was pretty much damn near the number one contender for the World Heavyweight Championship. Because you were right there. Because the next the next level up is the, the World Heavyweight title. Sometimes. So, like, if you were the Intercontinental Champion, you were the workhorse. Yeah, that was the wrestling title. That was the wrestling title. But at any given time, if you lost that title, you didn't go back to the Intercontinental belt. You automatically went up. No, because it was like mm-hmm. that was only true for like three niggas. No, because remember when? Uh, remember, remember? Yeah, work for Ultimate Warrior. Yeah, Ultimate Warrior. But that was at the time it was like that was I was like okay now they're making, Macho Man. Yeah, but that but those yeah. were the times you like okay with well, those guys and then they wind up be, they wind up becoming World Heavyweight Champion. Yeah, you but know like what I'm saying? said, it's not a it's not a given. It's no, not it's like it's not a given, but the way the it's Honky supp- Tonk Man lost that bitch, the, he he went the, straight down. The way it was the way it's supposed to be displayed is okay. You win this belt, your next belt you're gonna win is gonna be the, the main title. But I don't think they ever really explicitly like I don't think they've done that enough times to make that the rule. Yeah, I know they didn't make it a rule, but it was like what you 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 would see it sometimes. Like remember, okay, Bill Goldberg won the United States title. Mm-hmm. Then he fuck around and wrestle Hulk Hogan for the for the world title, you yeah. know what I'm saying? So it's like 
you would think theoretically that's how it's supposed to go. And Not saying it's a rule, nah. but you would think that was how it's supposed to move. Yeah, in in logical in, lo- in, in, in a logical yeah, but sense. In wrestling, of no. But in wrestling, that's not how it worked. But logically, that's how I would when I was a kid. That's how I looked at it. Yeah. Like, okay, you okay. win this belt. Shit, if you lose this, bitch, you can go for the heavyweight title. Or shit, you gonna win a couple matches, you can be going for the heavyweight title. So that was my thinking back then. But it's like now you give a, you 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 put a title on a guy and you expect the guy to continue to get over. But then the first time the guy has a match as United States champion, he loses the he loses the well, match. That's what WWE does. And then it's yeah, like the next thing you know, lose. some wild motherfucker beats you for the United States Championship. Yeah. Like they did that shit with, with everybody. Like they did that shit with Ricochet. Ricochet was United States Champion out of fucking nowhere. The United States Championship. And then means and then he nothing. wound up losing it to AJ Styles, and it was like, why? I'm like, if that wasn't gonna elevate him, why did you even make the match? They just do shit to make it seem like they're doing something, B. So they could be like, see, we gave him a shot. He was United States champion. Then, That's then really, went, then I think, like, that what their logic is in that shit. And it's like, Ricochet, you wrestled Brock Lesnar, bro. Did now he you're wrestle not even him, old. though? No. Did he wrestle him? No, he didn't. He got his ass. He got his ass. I don't think he got a move. The bro. only reason he came out there, the only reason he went out there, bitch, because he got fireworks. Yeah. Niggas was out there throwing pyro around, B. Mm-hmm. Everybody had pyro. Yeah. Get your fucking ass whooped. Every, my nigga. Yeah. My nigga, the street profits had pyro for 15 minutes, bro. It was like 15 minutes. Montez Ford was dancing the same jig for 15 minutes. He had the cup in his air. He was just shrugging his shoulders. He was just shrugging his shoulders. And the pyro just kept going off. And his shoulders started getting tired. But he was like, I can't give up. I can't give up. And Angelo Dawkins, he was stirring the shit. He was stirring. And he was stirring. And then after a while, he stopped stirring because he was like, all right, brother, batter is mixed, my nigga. Like, let's chill. But goddamn Montez Ford's shoulders kept going. And golden showers of pyrotechnics kept going off. Like, wow. the song played, like, five times, bro. Like, I know Why? the words it's to the song. Like, this was this is this is blood money for you. Like, oh, yeah. So, so. it's got to give people what they want. Yeah, so the fans weren't even cheering no more. He would just stand out there with the fans and just like, man, whatever. Like, everybody had pyro, bro. That shit was crazy. Like, Ricochet had pyro for no reason. He already had the little lights thing with the dumbass pew. I hate what that shit I hate. He already had the little lights and lasers. I'm like, that works. You know what I'm saying? Because lights and lasers are cool. You don't have to, like, you don't have to have pyrotechnics to make the entrance cool. Like, that's the one, that's the one thing, like, theatrically, with me, professional wrestling, I always care about entrances. Like, that's one thing, like, entrance music entrance steps like all that shit really like I really that determines my life if I, if I pay attention to a motherfucker or not the entrance gotta matter like you could be the sweetest wrestler in the world if your entrance is trash I'm probably not gonna pay attention to you you gotta have a few matches yeah but that shit was all for not cause he went out there to get his fucking ass whooped and you know what I mean and I think that was a title shot match too so that shit was all trash but all that shit is whack. My nigga Orange Cassidy was in the building. You know what I mean? I'm talking about real niggas now. You talking about fake fraudulent, you know what I mean, fools. And they foolhardy, you know what I mean? They don't got the stamina. They lack the stamina. Ricochet is foolhardy? He foolhardy, yo. He lacked the stamina. <laughs> in the Ford or Porsche? <laughs> Harrison Ford? <laughs> Who is that? That's the Eminem impersonation. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> four ports on the floor. Um, Four horse boards and floorboards. The fourth Harrison Ford and the floorboard Porsche. <laughs> Stamina. Um. <laughs> Stamina. Stamina. You lacking a stamina? <laughs> um. 
But yeah, Orange Cassidy was in the building. And um, like he came out to the ring. Chris, this is how they ended AEW Dynamite. Chris Jericho come out to the ring. Le Champion mm-hmm. sends uh, Sammy Guevara because the world, yo, that fucking uh, speak out movement. Yeah. Yo, companies have gone down. Wrestlers have retired. Yeah, this, yo, this, this y'all this. niggas is nasty, B. Yeah, I, I, I ain't think y'all niggas is that yo, horny, man. Y'all niggas is horny, man. Wrestling is dirty. Y'all do yeah, people dirty. Like, I ain't think wrestling is that yo, horny. Yo, I thought Mike Quackenbush was a nice guy. <laughs> that's that's a nice, wholesome that's, American. That's a, that's, a, that's a stand-up guy, man. Yo, these... Joey Ryan shit didn't surprise me. I was like, ah, oh, yeah, Joey Ryan. I mean, he did a dick flip. He, that's one of his moves. It's a dick flip. So, yeah, I understand. That that makes sense. He's probably out here harassing everyone. Um, Matt Riddle, I kind of understood that, too, because he seemed like he was... You but know see, I mean? the thing is, but see, the thing is about Matt Riddle, Matt Riddle had receipts. Yeah, he had so, receipts. So, so what Matt Riddle did was apparently... WWE already knew. Yeah, they already knew ahead of time. So, so they don't like, give a fuck. They was like, all right, cool. We already know. Yeah, right. we so signed like, despite all that shit. And I was like, how did they know that? How did they know that story? I don't think they knew that. Nah. How the fuck did they, how would they know that? Did Matt I mean, Riddle tell told, him? I, yeah, he told him. He told him that he made he told, him suck, no, suck he, his dick? Whatever happened, whatever happened between them, he told them. He basically he told, told him, him something happened. He told him something happened. And he's like, yo, she's been stalking me for two years, though. Okay. So he was like, if anything come up, I'm letting y'all know ahead of time. Okay. And Vince was like, hey, man, everybody flashing the dick every now and again. Yeah, Vince don't give a fuck. Vince then, um, And then shit went on. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, you know, shouts to Matt Riddell for beating that shit. Yeah. In my, in my Bubba Chuck Kyle O'Reilly uh, and, um, voice. Yeah, so they've been, so a lot of people have been getting got. And Sammy Guevara got got. Yeah, he got but, got. but he really. He, he, he's, got, his, got. he's not as, his shit is not egregious at all. Like, he just was talking recklessly. And it was from, like, a podcast from, like, two years ago. Uh, th- things he said about Sasha Banks or whatever. And him and Sasha Banks actually have chopped it up. Yeah. That's, you know that's what I'm saying? Right. Sammy Guevara has handled, even though his is probably the lightest um, trans- uh, transgression that I've, I've seen, um, alleged transgression, uh, he actually handled it the best, yo. He apologized. He he talked it out with his with the woman that he he hurt in the situation, and and then he actually taking a break off social media and all that shit. Like yeah, yeah, like that's that's and plus that's some old that's like two three years ago. You know what I'm saying? I don't know how old Sammy Guevara is, but he like, like twenty five or some shit like that. Yeah, yo. I mean, if he was a kid, I we're, get, we're, I, we're very lucky. I'm very lucky that they won't videotaping and recording shit when I was tw- in my twenties, my nigga, because I was. Say wild things at any point. I still say wild things. I said wilder things, man. You know what I'm saying? So, like, you know, what I mean, I, I understand, like, and, and I don't, I don't, I'm not really too much of a fan of like canceling people because of shit they said five, ten years ago or shit like that. Because you got to give people time to grow. Time to grow. Like, if they've grown since then, then let's, let's take that into account, my nigga. Like, you know what I'm saying? Let's, let's try not, that let's, out. Let's not try to. Let's not try to crucify them. Everybody, B, because we need somebody. You yeah. can't you can't kill it. Every, everybody's kill done everybody. something fucked up. Nobody's perfect. If we go looking for the bad, we're gonna find it. Yeah. We're finding it. Absolutely, doubt. absolutely. Um except uh with Brandy uh, Lemuria uh, Rhodes. There's nothing I've done all the research. I've went to Wikipedia and that's it. I don't know what else can I do. <laughs> 
that's all the necessary research. <laughs> what else can I do? What do you want me to do? I Googled her. Wikipedia was the first thing. I clicked on it. I've done my due diligence. <laughs> due diligence has been done. I can't. Um, hey. But, uh, uh, but yeah, so all that being said, that's why Sammy Guevara wasn't out there accompanying Le Champion and singing his song when he came out to the ring. And then I, I missed him. I'm like, oh, man. I didn't know I missed him until I missed him. <laughs> and, um, so so Jericho gets in the ring, and they're having, like, a little face-off um, leading up. Because, you know, they're having a match at Fighter Fest. Uh, Chris Jericho and Orange Cassidy. Mm-hmm. Um, so Jericho gets on the mic first. He talks a whole lot of shit, my nigga. Like, he talk, calls him a joke, all this shit. Like, he just, he's, you know, he, cussing Orange Cassidy he's out. cussing him the fuck out, right? Um, and then uh, Orange Cassidy snatches the mic from him or whatever at, at some point in time. And he makes it, he teases like he's going to talk. And then he just drops the mic. And then he hits him with the, the shin kicks. Ah. And he backs up and he, hit, he hits him with the final Jake and anything and Chris Jericho takes off Orange Cassidy's glasses and, and breaks him up destroys him and um that's Orange Cassidy ain't like that then he hit him with a uh, double leg takedown they start brawling right so they brawling they brawling they fighting they fighting um uh, Chris Jericho gets the upper hand at some point and they brawling and brawling and fighting Orange Cassidy's ear is bleeding it's leaking agony agony is coming out the side of his head uh-huh. um and, but then Orange Cassidy gets the upper hand at some point. Um, and then he runs and Superman punches Chris Jericho. Chris Jericho goes flying and falls through a table. And so Orange Cassidy stands tall, ending AEW Dynamite. Like a nice, you know what I mean? He, and, 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 and another pair of sunglasses magically appear. <laughs> he puts them on his damage. He only has like half an ear now. He puts it on his damaged ears and um, he gets his Orange Cassidy pose. And that's how Dynamite ends. I thought it was I thought it was a really cool way to end the show. Yeah. I think I was with Orange Cassidy's missing a crowd. Yo, Orange He's Cassidy missing a crowd. Yo, because when he, I think the last time he wrestled in front of a crowd was against Pat, mm-hmm. and that shit was special. That like, match was nuts. Yo, that shit was that shit was special. That was one of the matches where you're like, yo, this nigga going places. You know yeah. what I mean? And him and Chris Jericho. That in front of a crowd, this shit you wouldn't be able to hear nothing. Yeah, they would be, they would, they would, they would eat this shit alive. Like this shit would be, this shit would be like madness. Yeah, like this shit would be literal madness. Yeah, this would clap everything in the coma. Yeah, this is like literally crazy. Like he missing a crowd like a motherfucker. Man. Yeah, there's a few like him. Darby Allen's missing the crowd. Yeah, Darby's definitely missing the crowd. MJF. Adam Cole. Adam Cole is really missing. Keith, Keith Lee. Lee. Yeah, Keith Lee's missing the crowd. Um, Cameron Grimes. Cameron. Finn Balor's missing the crowd. But nah, because, I mean... Yeah. Drew McIntyre's missing the crowd. Yeah, Drew is definitely... He, he would, the crowd would be loving him as champion. You know, there's certain... Randy Orton ain't missing Seth the crowd. Ro- Seth Rollins is missing the crowd. Seth Rollins is missing the crowd. Randy Orton ain't missing the crowd. Randy Orton would be doing the same shit if it was a crowd or not. Randy Orton get it popping right now. Yo, Ric Flair's his manager now. Ric Flair's his manager? Yeah. Yo, my nigga, this nigga's the greatest. There's no one that's better pretty than much him. What, that's pretty much why he's his manager. Because he's being touted as the greatest wrestler ever. Randy Orton is? Yes, he's being he's being billed as the greatest wrestler ever. Yo, I'm not mad at that. I mean, he's not, of course. But No, he's not. But I'm not mad at him saying that. He he has the resume to say it. 
You know what I mean? In the grand scheme of things, he has enough clout to actually say it. It's just, you know, it's not true. Nah. It's not true, but... It's not true. I always felt Randy was like... He always was a good wrestler. That's really all he ever was. Like, it's, it takes, it takes like... I never thought character-wise Randy Orton ever did it for me. Oh, yeah, he like, did. But like, killer. I, 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 would say, I will say Legend Killer Randy Orton, and I kick enjoy. You, and the kick you in the face Randy Orton? Of the Viper? Like, the yes. first incarnation of the Yo. Viper? No, he was the man. He was the illest nigga in the world that year. He was kicking Vince McMahon and Stephanie oh, McMahon. Oh, was that, was that the year he, uh, he DDT Stephanie kissed on the mouth? Yes! Oh, yeah. My nigga, he yeah. was the GOAT that year. Yeah, he was on a roll that Come year. Come on, cuz. You kicked, you kicked yeah, the whole had, McMahon had, family in the head. He had a hell of a year that year. So, yeah, that's what I, I didn't really fuck with him until then. And I was like, oh. Yeah, and then the, and then after that they started flip flopping him face and heel all the time. Yeah, and then shit. he just then he just became a tweener. Yeah, but he's always a better. He's always been great as a heel. Yeah, he's a way better heel. Like, like even with him and Bray Wyatt, until that match, that whole story they did was amazing. When he was in the Wyatt family and all that shit, he damn sure was. You know what I mean? That shit was dope. That was the last time I think people gave a fuck about Randy Orton before this situation now. Yeah. Because they always put Randy Orton in weird situations. Against people you don't want him to beat. Yeah, like... And then they let him beat him. And it's like... Randy Orton can't be the guy to put guys over. Because Randy Orton ain't never been like... He he don't really have extended runs as champion. No. Randy Orton doesn't put niggas over. Randy Orton goes out there and feuds with main eventers. And gets put over. Yeah. Even when that nigga's in a quiet spell, he stays in the in the main event picture. He's never been like a mid-carder. No, never. Not since he was young. When he was younger, yes. But since he started winning championships, world titles, he ain't been a mid-carder. He just pops up in the main event every now and again. Mm-hmm. Oh, Randy Orton's in the main event. Like, it's like main yeah. event or storyline. Yeah, well, won't he beef with Kofi Kingston? Like, that was one of his feuds, one of Kofi Kingston's that was feuds? Be, that was to put Kofi in the main event. And Kofi put him, I mean, Randy put Kofi over, though. Didn't Kofi win, though? He won that for you. Which one? When when Kofi was the world champion, before he lost to Brock. Oh, yeah, that for you. Yeah, yeah, he, he got put over. Uh, Randy yeah, actually. Co- yeah, yeah, he gave, he gave Kofi the jump back. Yeah. Gave him some justice from all that back in the day. Shit Speaking Kofi. of that, man, it's the for Kofi, man. Wow, what happened with Kofi? Nothing. Oh, yeah, just an insta for him? Yeah, just an insta for Kofi, man. Like, Kofi is like... Kofi 19? Nah, man. I, I got a soft spot for Kofi. Like, I, yeah, I've Kofi, always, Kofi like, I, like, always, like, I all, I've, I've been a Kofi fan, like, forever. You know what I'm saying? From the jump. Like, I'm like, I like this nigga. I ain't like him from the jump. Nah, from the jump. I like yeah, this nigga. I, ain't like, I mean, I he, was he was a stereotype. Racist. Yeah, and then his logo was racist as shit. Yeah. I ain't like none of that shit. But the boy could go. I ain't like his, I didn't, like, I didn't think he was a good wrestler. I thought he was athletic. I didn't think when he first. I think he's gotten better, but when he was first out, I thought he was just a jumpy nigga. He just jumped and did things. He wasn't really sweet. But then when he when he got into, but he never had fuse to let him wrestle either. I mean, if you're a good wrestler, you can tell if a nigga a good wrestler. It's like he was like the he was like uh, as far as skill wise, he's like Jeff Hardy level at that time. Yeah, I can I can agree with that. You know what I mean? Like he won't trash, but he won't good either. You know what I mean? Because like he was in a tag team with CM Punk, and you could clearly tell who was the better. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, but Kofi back, yeah. He was a jumpy nigga. Even when he was feuding with Randy Orton, he won't, like, what? There's no moves that you can, like, does Kofi even do a vertical suplex? That nigga, he, that nigga sells. He gets his ass beat most of the match. He'll hit you with a drop kick, the boom. Um, um, uh, he'll, he'll hit you with, uh, if he wins, the trouble in paradise. And if it's a sweet match, he might hit you with the SOS. Oh, shit. He pulled the SOS out. Oh, we about to fight, fight. But, yeah, other than that, that nigga don't got that. I don't know what his moveset is on, on fucking 2K. He got moves. He got moves. But, it's, but nah, man, Kofi always. Man, I, I, always, I always fuck with Kofi, man. I was kind of, I was ecstatic to see him as champion. Like I was, I, 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 like, I knew he, I knew he had to lose the title. Yeah. But the way but he, the lost, way he lost the title. Like, that's the only thing. Like, ever since that episode of SmackDown, I have not watched SmackDown since. Since everybody... Um, I have no idea what's going on. I think that's what I stopped... That's around the time I stopped watching WWE altogether. I, I said, I'm out. I stopped watching SmackDown. I said, I haven't watched SmackDown since. Yeah. Um, and I really wasn't even watching SmackDown prior to that. I was watching SmackDown. I was watching SmackDown more than Raw. The Raw was trash at that time. Raw was way trash, but that was at a time like I was kind of really I would watch Raw because it's like okay, it's the beginning of the week, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, all right, I don't let me let me. It was me. nothing else on. Yeah, it was nothing else on. I'm like, all right, I'll watch Raw, was, but I was hyped for NXT though. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'd be hyped to watch NXT because I'm like NXT sweet as a bitch, like especially like when that shit was on the network at first. Mm-hmm. Man, listen, bro, that's the reason I got the network. Nope, yeah, it's not why I got the network. I got the network for Daniel Bryan and going to WrestleMania. Cause remember, that's that's, oh, yeah, the, that's the when they first launched it. Yeah, yeah. That was, that's when they first launched the joint, and the first day was giving WrestleMania for free. I said, "Bro, Daniel Bryan is going for a title shot." They just I stopped doing that. I can't miss this. They just stopped because they they've been doing that. Um, get a month free when you sign the first month free, so you'll get the, whatever pay per view is that month. You'll get that free basically. They cut that out now. They don't do that no more. And then um. Then when it was like, well, you'll get every pay if you subscribe, you'll get every pay per view free a month plus content, document, you know, all the shit they yeah, add to. Yeah. And I was like, it's worth it. It's worth it. Okay, okay, okay. You watch enough wrestling. Then, okay. Then when they started putting NXT on that bitch, I said, oh no, this is all I needed for. Yeah. And then NXT started dropping takeovers. My nigga, takeovers are the best pay per views WWE has to offer. Yes. They, there's nothing better in WWE than a, than a takeover. I don't think nobody would argue with that. I don't think nobody would argue with that. I don't care the biggest fans of, of the main roster. I don't think I don't think Vince McMahon would argue with that. There's nothing more lit than an NXT takeover. Yeah. Especially when, when you in a good city, like NXT in Brooklyn, they, the, the crowd be making that shit. Yeah. Like, that's why I started, that's why I fuck with takeovers. Like, they put them shits in wrestling cities. Like, like Chicago is a wrestling city, you yes. know what I'm saying. Philadelphia is a wrestling city. Mm-hmm. Brooklyn is a well, New York in general is a wrestling city. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying. Like you can definitely get it popping. It's easy to get a crowd to go crazy. But then they started doing shits in wild locations, and they were still getting it popping. I was like, oh yeah, NXT here to stay. Yeah, niggas was in San Antonio and they got it popping. NXT is like the show, like takeover shit. It's my WrestleMania, B. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, I want really too much else in Dynamite, man. I think, uh. I want too much else in, uh, in, uh, NXT, or, or. I mean, 
I think we gave these people a, a packed show. Basketball knowledge. Yes. Um, sexual harassment cases. Um, we talked big man wrestling. We did do that. And now we're doing a recap of everything we Because <laughs> you can only get a show like that here at Fuck the Main Roster. Mm-hmm. I am Sonny Colfax, a.k.a. Scamlin Grimes. And I am Rock Raw, a.k.a. Petey Black. And this is Fuck the Main Roster. Peace.